Hey. Yo. What up, though? Oh. oh wow. I know. I'm so excited. Well, well, I bet you thought you'd never hear from us again. <laughs> yeah. So we actually, um, it's only been a little while, I suppose, but I'm so excited that we're back. We are back uh, by a little while. It's been yeah. um, like two years. We came back quicker than Sex and the City did after they ended. So as far as I'm concerned. I don't, I don't know if that's a good barometer to use because that... <laughs> That return wasn't exactly a triumphant one. Oh, it was not. Wait, I do now that sorry, just because we brought up Sex and City. Kristen actually sent me today that Kim Cattrall is coming back for okay. season two. I was going to bring this up today on our return <laughs> episode, which I, by the way, wanted to call Don't Call the Comeback, but we might have used that title already. I wanted to use the song, but I don't have copyright for that, so we will not be we playing don't. that song. We, don't. Um, we did not. We did not take a hiatus and suddenly become millionaires in order to purchase the rights to those songs. So correct. Just we did every, not. Just pretend it's there for a listener. Yeah. Just pretend. It's so there. yeah. So if you could just like hum, don't call it a comeback in your head right now. <laughs> just that's the vibe. Um, yeah. But Kim Cattrall, okay. Yeah. I see what they're doing. They're trying to get me to go and watch that show, and I'm not going to do it. <laughs> I'm I, like, I have to now. I I felt I'm falling for it. If that's true, I don't want to catch up where I left it last season because I I I stopped watching it in the middle of the what what season is this now? Is this just the second season? This would be the second season. And okay. I like. I swore, like you, I'm like, I'm not watching this anymore. I, it's it's hard enough watching white people in attempt woke, woke culture as it is, right, mm-hmm. in my day-to-day life. I don't want to watch Miranda do it, like, <sighs> an- for another season. I know. So this is what's been annoying. This is what really annoyed me about all of it is, like, they tried to just basically do all the things that they did, I wouldn't say wrong, right? Because we, you and I talked about this before. It was a sign of the times, right? Right. But so many things that they critique, they try to come back and like make right. But it always right. felt like it was an afterthought. And I didn't like that. But yeah. I am going to watch. Or just that it was, it was just kind of forced. Like, I, I don't know. I just, Miranda's storyline was so fucking... Like, and again, like Che, let me talk, let's talk about Che for a minute. Did we ever discuss, no, this came out when we were on our hiatus. So yes, uh, that's, yes. that's what I'm calling the two year break. We took a hiatus. Um, Was it two years? Oh yeah. Yeah. Because I've been in law school. Isn't that, is I know. Yes. Crushing I know. We that. Will, we will talk about the amount of trauma I've endured these last two years just from that alone. But right. go ahead. <laughs> um, Two years, yes. Sorry, what was I saying? Oh, Che. Okay, Che. <laughs> che, like, what? I, all I want is a is a positive, uh, like masculine presenting person on TV, and like a good role yeah. model. You know, somebody. Yeah. And every single time, I am delivered some flavor of Che Diaz. Um, <laughs> like what? they're they're just like to- low-key toxic in some way or like a womanizer mm-hmm. and it's like I would just love to not see that and to have somebody who just has their shit together and really loves their partner and you know is just just you know they're not the one causing problems basically um yeah not that that's a I don't, really good point right I mean like when I don't know you did, I know you didn't watch the L word but the original L word had the same problems if you want to even call any of those characters like mask or butch because they're definitely not but so the uh, only you know. one I was thinking of was remember orange is the new black yeah Ruby Rose's character she was like the only, well okay so there was also the other ultra butch character who was my yes character but Leia it's Leia Delaria yeah icon yeah. absolute icon I'm obsessed with her or i guess you could also say natasha leone's character was i guess I like would... a little bit more masculine presenting but you're right because all of them toxic as fuck ruby rose i do i mean ruby rose is like i guess masculine it... presenting but she feels very femme to me personally but I she's w- like that I... androgynous 
Yeah, yeah, which is fine. I, I'm talking yeah. about some, I would say somebody that looks more like Lea Delaria on TV. Yeah. And, you know, Watch like. But Boo is problematic. You're right. Like, she was so messy. <laughs> she was. Like, we don't really have anything yet. And then I just started watching that The Ultimatum show on Netflix, too. We've been watching that. Um mm-hmm. And that's like reality TV, so I guess that doesn't count. So, but maybe there's like one butch person on that show that's like a good looks like a, a, a good person. But like, yeah, it's not I, as far as on scripted shows is like I don't know if I'm gonna get that soon, but ho- always hoping that I will eventually. I'm gonna keep my fingers crossed for you because now I Thank feel you. like now I won't be able to unsee it. Yeah, like, in everything I, that I watch now. I mean, I've watched more like specific lesbian content, I'm sure, where I'm like just seeing the same type of person portrayed over and over again. But yeah, it's very, it's very interesting. Um, I could, I could see that. But yeah, I hate to say it. I will be watching season two. No one is more disappointed in that line than me. But now I have to, because she is the sex in Sex and the City, (sighs) which you and I have always said. Yes, we have. She is the best character. I occasionally rewatch just random episodes, like on my lunch break at work or something. Me too. But uh, she's just like all of her lines in the show. Like, I would argue in the original run of the show, she's probably one of the least problematic. Aside yes. from that one off episode where she's dealing with the trans women that live, that are outside her apartment. Oh, that was yes. handled. That was very much a, this is the 90s. This is how, I mean, it's the 90s. Yes. We're handling it how we would handle it in the 90s. Yes. But yes. I would say that episode aside, she generally skews toward like the more favorable of the four of them, if that makes sense. Well, she was just like, so open. So I feel like, he, yeah. like she, we can place her in today's era and she, like as the same character. And I mm-hmm. would argue like, she would be just fine versus like the other like uh, i hate to say because we know how much i love charlotte but charlotte would not do well like same character in this era today would yeah. not do well honestly maybe even a little bit of carrie as well miranda oh. maybe because she was like a like right like a feminist lawyer although she would ne- she never used the words at the time but i think my my biggest issue with the reboot was what they did to steve Yo, tell me why Steve is suddenly 80 years old. Like, um, he's he just, not like, that old. He outaged Miranda, like, so fast. And I'm like, why? Weren't y'all the same age? Like, yes. why did yes. you make Steve geriatric all of a sudden? I don't remember who I was talking to, but it was very recently. They were like, but Steve was always, like, a pathetic putz. I, don't, I literally don't no, know No, he wasn't. He no, absolutely was, like, was not. I was like... How dare you? Like, Steve is beloved. I was like, literally me and all of my girlfriends love Steve. But I, rumor also has it, Aiden's going to be coming back and Aiden will be the love interest in season two. I have to watch. Yo, I can't with this man. This man, if he goes back to (laughs) Carrie, he's dumb. Sorry. That is true. 100%. Third time and you're going to wait a couple decades? (laughs) (laughs) I have to. Well, then all the well, I guess he's probably thinks he's in the clear. He probably thinks he's in the clear since that other motherfucker dropped dead in like. You did? Did you? You had to? Did you cry at all when Big died? I was sobbing. Uh, I don't. You were texting. You were texting me and Kristen. We were our group chat was blowing up. Yeah. No. We. I was definitely. I. I think I was more in shock. Like I don't remember. Like crying about it but i remember like being like i can't believe they're doing that kind of like when when uh when you know like when i used to watch game of thrones and they like in that uh, sorry people game of thrones spoilers you should have watched it by now but they chop off like they chop off like one of the main characters heads at the end of the first season and i'm like and i sat there being like can they do that (laughs) just like the sheer i i was sobbing to the point where my boyfriend jimmy walked in the room and goes it's just a show like i was like that is not the fucking point like i was i was devastated 
And I, I'm still, that's why I also didn't want to want, I really didn't even want to finish watching the first season. I just, it's like one of those things where it's kind of like when I used to eat Taco Bell, you know what I mean? Like, okay. you know, going into it, this is not going to be good. You're going to be, you're disappointed at the fact that you even want Taco Bell. You're still going to eat it. And then you're going to feel terrible about it after and say, I'm never doing it again. That is literally what watching that season was like for me. As I was like, I'm not happy that I'm sitting here watching this. Yeah. I don't like it, but I can't stop. I still want the fucking Taco Bell. And now I'm going to watch season two. And for all the listeners who I do have to make a little special caveat and shout out to so many of our friends and listeners who have hit me up over the last two years, just constantly being like, what are new episodes coming out? Like when are new episodes coming out? So I love that. Yeah. Especially our numero uno fan, Kristen. Um, she was constantly like, I miss like cooking in the kitchen and hearing you guys oh. talk. So like hanging it's out. It's kind of like we're hanging. Yeah. I was just yes. like, it's because we're like hanging out. Yes. But no, like so many other of my friends, I'm, I'm so thankful. So we're back in better than ever. Um, yeah. But yeah, like literally for all the podcast listeners who are not going to watch season two that I respect, I will do it for you. And I will report back every week as I gotta, it's happening. I, I, I'm very much torn because I love Kim Cattrall so much. Uh, actually, as it. as as this character, I like her. I don't know how I feel about her as a person. I'm sure she's chill, but I feel like she she's a little out there. If y'all have not seen it, I highly recommend looking up this video on YouTube where she's scatting. <laughs> what? Oh, I. That'll be linked in the show notes. We're gonna, I've never seen that. You know what? You're never going to be able to unsee it after you watch it. So maybe, yeah. It's like the Butch That's characters. Cool. Now, like yeah, the Butch yeah. characters. All the Che right. Diaz's. Which, yeah, she's the- also, um, have you watched, I don't, yeah, what was your thoughts on How I Met Your Mother? Because she's now the, like, the Hillary Duff on How I Met Your Father. Kim Cattrall. Wait, who? Kim oh, Cattrall. oh my god. I, I did watch, I watched a couple episodes of How I Met Your Father, and I did like it. Yeah. Uh, I, I it's very hard for me to say about how I met your mother because I straight up watched it because I had a crush on Colby Smother, Smulders. That's her name. Yeah, is that Smulders. that's Robin? Robin, yeah. Like, and had a crush on Robin. Also, no, I don't know if any of the straight listeners probably don't know this, but she was also on the L, the original run of the L Word in, in a couple episodes and played really a friend of somebody. Yes, she is. Um, I like- so. I need to, so I, so basically in the last two years for the hiatus we took, I, while in school, I need to like watch, right? Cause I need brain candy. Like as, as like smarter as I've gotten, there's air quotes being thrown around here. Yeah. listeners. Um, <laughs> I've, I offset that by just brain candy. Like I'm talking terrible books, like easy listening books that are oh, yeah. not very good. Yeah. I'm t- shit content. Like I have binged, rebinged Selling Sunset so many fucking times. Ugh. My favorite show ever. I have it's to catch true. up. <gasps> it's 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 tough when you live in the like a, a stone's throw so from where some of these houses are being sold. Listeners, okay. by the way, just so everybody knows, I am not wealthy. Um, these houses <laughs> are simply like in the hills around Los Angeles and we yeah. will drive past them sometimes and uh my girlfriend will even say like oh my god is that one of the houses on selling sunset we saw or whatever yes uh yeah i am obsessed with selling sunset i also don't know how i feel about just in general chriselle and g flip as a couple but uh i i had my doubts at the beginning but hey fucking she said no surprise she surprise me <laughs> like she seems super in love i guess there's like again for listeners, spoiler alert, if you fucking haven't watched The Selling Sunset season by now, I give people, when it comes to spoilers, I give you two weeks. And that's generous. I give you two weeks. If you haven't fucking watched, listened, or read in two weeks, that's not my fucking problem anymore. So, just saying. Like, I was just with Nicole over the weekend, and Succession just ended, and she's like, oh my god, I have to stay off social media. And I went, look, bitch, you get two weeks. And then it's your fault. So, I let her know right off the cuff. But, um, Selling Sunset, she's like super in love with G Flip. That's not my issue with it. My issue is that she gives Jason shit this season for dating a young girl when G Flip's like twelve years younger than her or something like that. Like, there's like an age gap between what her and G Flip. Is, but 
That's okay. Yes. Uh, I will say, God, that's a double standard though. I'm like, I do think it's creepier when men do it, but, but what, what is the age gap? I'm going to eventually dive into this season, but I I don't feel like these are spoilers. I'm just like curious what the age gap is. Cause also he's like a creepy little baby man. So uh. (laughs) he is a a creepy little baby man. No, I look, I do not fucking like Jason, but I think she's, I think Chriselle is like 12 years older than G. And I think Jason's like 18 years older than his girlfriend or something like that, which, and his girlfriend's like, his girlfriend's like 24. But like G is like twenty six or twenty seven or something like that, so it's like the gap between them two is not that different. But yeah, she was just giving Jason so much shit about this season, and I'm like, look, I don't. Yes, it's so fucking creepy when men do that, right? Because when Jason was like twenty, she was just like being born or like something gross, right? Like you think about it that way. But I'm like, Chriselle, you can't, you can't give him shit for that. Like shit on him for literally anything else. The fact that he does look like a baby. The fact that he's been bald for the, since he was born, right? Like, there's so much things to make fun of him for. But you can't throw the stone for the glass house you live in, too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I would I would pick a different angle to bother him. Yes. I agree. The fact but... that he's 4'10", go there. <laughs> <laughs> like, he is literally the epitome of, like... Why won't you grow? <laughs> yeah. Like, where's stilettos? All this money you haven't figured out how to buy a few inches, bro? Like something there's so many things you just could have made fun of him for i didn't like that but i can't wait for you to watch selling selling um i am very much there with you when you were talking about uh brain candy because i got a new job in the last couple years i will not be disclosing what i do once again on air but uh i would say it's vaguely related to your school realm now yeah yeah uh very much so, so yeah, uh, I really like it, but very intense, uh, a lot of reading and a lot well, this, of the mental stamina. That's what it is. Yes. And a lot of sensitive content uh, being yep. seen. So yeah, I always want something a little lighter after work. Uh, yeah. I'm trying to like uh, my girlfriend and I, we started watching uh, Yellow Jackets together and I had to stop because it was too What's intense. Yellow, Yellow Jackets. Jackets is the show about the soccer team that in the 90s, they were going to a soccer tournament and their plane crashed in the wilderness. Oh, yes, yes. I did hear about this. Yes. No, that and would be, that'd be way, way too heavy for me right now. So I got to episode six and then I was like, I can't, but she really enjoys it and i'm like you need to finish this without me because i'm never going to want to watch this show and then yeah. now she just explains to me what happens um, just give me just I, give me the fucking highlights yeah because i watched like half of it so i was like i'm just curious to know like where this goes but i i physically but now even her explaining it to me gives me anxiety and i can't really deal with that either <laughs> i i can't do the heavy content like uh, right now, so speaking of Game of Thrones from before, uh, House of Dragon is the new, like, reboot or prequel. What is it considered a prequel of How- of Game of Thrones? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's, okay. Very, very heavy. I, I get it. But that is, like, the only show, like, anytime Jimmy will be like, let's watch this show. I'm like, oh, no, that's way too serious or way too intense for me. Yeah. I'll be like, but you watch House of Dragon. And I went, okay. First of all, that is different. Because it's just so fucking good. Like, it is, that to me, I would argue, is brain candy. It's stressful brain candy, but it's brain candy. Uh, It doesn't require me to sit here and think about the standards of laws or the jurisdictions of things that are argued in. Like, I can't watch TV now. This is probably the worst thing that's happened to me in the last two years. I can't watch a show, especially when there's law things related in it, because I'm just like, that's that's a fucking lie. That that doesn't work like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I like like, Yeah, like, um... I would love to God. discuss uh, stuff from my job. Well, not I can't discuss stuff from not my job. here, but not yes. on a public forum. But like, also maybe I shouldn't be saying this on a public forum. That I should discuss. <laughs> Let's discuss this. <laughs> I don't mean I don't mean like private documents and things. No, like no, that. no. That's you not just what mean I'm like talking about. Hy- hypothetical scenarios. Hypothetical yes. scenarios. Hy- That's the key to everything. Scenario. Yeah. 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 Um, 
there's a show oh god on disney plus the she hulk i think that's what it was oh yeah um and so she's a lawyer in like represents like the fake universes out there like yeah the monsters and all the shit that happens on what an what an odd thing to give to she hulk she's literally she hulk (laughs) yeah it is very weird but so she's like it was like the last episode of the season and uh jimmy and my friend chris were watching the show and they were interviewing somebody on the stand like she was interviewing somebody on the stand and i was like whoa 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 you can't ask that question like hearsay like that's that's not that's inappropriate like i'm shouting things out and jimmy and chris are literally like it's four planets that don't even fucking exist maybe the federal (laughs) rules of evidence wouldn't apply here just saying like it's just a fucking show so in the last two years that has totally been ruined for me so i also then now stay away from shows that have like legal law-minded things to it because i will literally just sit there and go that's not correct do you watch uh like I like detective shows, which is brain candy for me sometimes. And it's crazy because like, I didn't think that that would be something that I would want to watch like after work. But I, uh, I got really into this show, happy Valley. And it's about, a uh, like a detective policewoman in the UK, uh, in like near Manchester or whatever. And it's like four seasons of it. I think. Is that on Um, Hulu or Netflix? It's on Amazon Prime, uh, and oh. then I, but I loved this show. Let me tell you how I binged this. It was crazy. <laughs> like it was so good. I think I just like seeing how, um, and I know it's not perfect anywhere, but how different like the police work in other countries mm. that are not here. Which like you could yeah. pay me to pay me to watch a detective show that took place in the U.S. right now. Yeah, but, uh, but I think because it takes place like in the UK like everything is so different like I was like two or three episodes in and there was a scene where she's chasing after these drug dealers in a an ice cream truck and I'm like oh man she's got to take out her gun and shoot out the tires or something right (laughs) she all she had what she did was she there was like the truck like swerved and she grabbed onto the back she the window was open and she took her taser and tased the guy inside the truck and got it whatever and I was like why didn't she just shoot out the tires that was so much more work she had to do and then I looked it up and I'm like a majority of the police in the UK do not carry firearms oh I could totally yes I actually did know that and I'm like that's a good idea (laughs) like you, well, I mean, you they, they are, but you have a, you have like very specially trained specific subset of officers that are allowed to carry firearms, but like local police and things like that, yeah. they don't carry firearms. They have like, um, you know, the, the I was about to call it a bobby stick. Um, <laughs> like the batons? Like the billy clubs. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's not a bad word, right? I'm trying to think of like I any am- of these terms are rooted in like racism somehow. Um. Like, I don't no, think they. I, I thought they were just like batons or like. Clubs. Okay, yeah. Let's call it, let's call it a baton. Uh, yeah, th- yeah. They have the big, heavy, like the oh, the nightstick is a good word for it. Like, yeah, it's yeah, heavy. Uh, they have like f- like flashlights that are also like double as a weapon, and then they have like pepper spray and like um, and they have a That's taser. Well, and it's I'm also like, like, they just tend to just in general like outside. This is the one thing you also learn extensively about like the difference between like international like laws or insurances or how those types of things work versus like the american law system or legal system and like law enforcement system and things like that um it was a few years like i think it was like right around about when i started school one of my professors was telling us even just like car insurance right like standard car insurance and how cars how you and i drive a car in the united states so different like they go through a series of tests abroad. I think I'm pretty sure it's like the they referenced Germany when they were talking about it. Uh, they go and like the Netherlands and stuff like that. They go through like a series of driving tests to prepare them mm-hmm. for actual like they create like mock, you know, crisis scenarios. And until you you are able to pass a lot of those hurdles that are like right like hydroplaning, right? That's a very common right. issue in cars, and a lot of people tend to get into accidents because they don't know how to drive through large puddles or when it's raining they have to drive through a series of all those things in order to get a car at all 
but also they're just like set up to not depend on cars that's why you can like bike ride everywhere in the netherlands which right. Ugh, is a dream of mine i dream scenario i fucking love you literally i tell people all the time my dream life is just being in a place that i can just bike ride everywhere or ride a bike everywhere that just, sounds the, people visit our country and they're like you cannot get around your cities why and i'm like <laughs> um because everything is in the auto way. industry for some yes. weird reason yes it's no it's so it's so fucking true and i despise it more than anything but that's neither here nor there but also i feel like just like <laughs> A lot of, like, British influence lately has, like, found its way into, like, American mainstream again, and I'm loving it, right? Like, Ted yeah, Lasso, me too. you know, I've talked about. Obsessed. Don't, I don't want to talk about it. the last episode yet. I haven't no, watched we'll, it. No, we'll, we'll, we'll discuss maybe on the next episode. We'll do a Ted Lasso episode. Um, I'm obsessed. I can't, I can't say goodbye. Yeah, it was really, it was really tough. I, I, I was, I was crying a lot, but also I'm like, this is like the one show that really it's weird because I like I feel like I do cry a lot when I watch Ted Lasso but I'm like this is my this is a great source of serotonin for me <laughs> yes someone someone else recently said that oh I know I so we had gone on vacation like two weeks ago we I mean I didn't make friends with this couple Jimmy made friends with a couple because I don't make friends with people uh yeah, I know. He, what he, is that he, absolute nightmare correct um he made friends with these people and they were talking this guy was like from like the midwest and he was like i am a generally negative he like referred to himself as like pretty miserable piece of shit and i was like i respect your self-awareness and your honesty uh he's like but ted lasso is my one show that like i all of a sudden feel like a positive optimistic like that 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 serotonin just like hits and he goes and i'm all of a sudden like i could be instantly in a, in a better mood and i'm like that is some powerful writing like that is some powerful craft i should say in order yeah. to turn people around that quickly someone who literally identifies as a piece of shit is like i'm not a piece of shit while watching this show that's pretty strong i agree uh i like that you know like you said a lot of stuff from i feel like i don't know if this is i, I don't know how much like media you you consume generally from outside of the u.s but like I feel like I've really like upped mine like a lot. Like uh, I said, I was watching that detective show mm -hmm. that I really liked from the UK. Uh, I ended up subscribing to BritBox, which if y'all don't know, is a subscription service uh, like any other subscription service that's out there right now for watching <laughs> TV shows that air in the UK. Uh, because wow. I was like, their detective shows are amazing and I want to watch all of them. Uh, so I started another one. And it's pretty good. It's still not. Do you watch? Not, do, sorry, go what? ahead. What? No, no, go I ahead. Gonna, I was going to say, do you watch like a lot of BBC then? Is that, isn't that, isn't BBC like British, UK? Yeah, like, it's their, it's okay. their like broadcast. Uh, I, I guess I didn't, but I, because I liked Happy Valley so much. I'm like, uh, what else is, also Smart. my parents really like, my dad likes a lot of those shows and he would always tell me about, he goes, you got to see this other British detective show. And I'm like, <laughs> He would give me the name of the show and I look it up and I found that most of the shows were on BritBox. So I was like, I'm just going to subscribe to this because it makes sense. That's uh, awesome. And yeah, I don't know. So I think, well, for me personally, I feel like, I mean, also I watch Italian soccer on the weekends mm -hmm. and uh, I've started watching even like some of the Premier League games when they don't conflict with like, you know, the Serie A games. But um, mm -hmm. I got super into Formula One don't don't ask me like how this happened what? like it just happened like, oh actually you know the racing that, that's thing? yeah actually i know how it happened my 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 good buddy cory has been really into it for a while and uh he always talks about it and he would bring it up you know we hang out and like i don't know what uh oh you know what it was though because then i started seeing ads for it too because i subscribed mm -hmm. to like i watched the women's league in the uk like soccer right and okay. so when you start subscribing to like these services, you get advertisement for more like Eurosport, basically. Yeah. The algorithm so will I, always find you. Yeah. Right. So I started seeing advertisement for it. And I was like, and I asked my cousin, because I knew my cousin was really into it. And I was like, hey, I was like, what's the deal with this? Like, is this basically NASCAR? Because I can't deal with that, like 500 laps in a circle type shit. Yeah. And yeah. she was like, no, it's really good. <laughs> and I'm like, mm -hmm okay so like 
I, and because I have like a lovely addictive personality problem, uh, anything <laughs> like new that I get into, like I like fully like yeah. dive into, uh, yeah. and it's just, I don't know. It's just very interesting, but this is all to say that I think, you know, the leaning toward more of like outside the U S type of like hobbies and things and all that shit at least for me is because I desperately would love to leave here (laughs) yeah or like or like at least feel like I'm I mean I can't afford like a a vacation this year but I mean fingers crossed maybe sometime next year but I you know I just kind of want to be outside of this country for a little for a little while I say that all the time like anybody so I've never really been abroad abroad that's not like Canada. I mean, I've been to Costa Rica. I did I did like community service there for a few weeks. Actually, right right before COVID hit. Um, yeah, I've been like, no, I would just say I've been abroad, just not Europe abroad. Um, yeah, but I think that's one of the best ways anybody can like grow as a human is just literally get the fuck out of the perspective that you've had so far. And I was actually now that you brought it up, uh, so my parents are going to Italy in the uh. fall. I know. Love and it. my, they're doing like three weeks, like they're, they're doing it all. And my dad wants to spend a week in Bola. Like he just like, oh. one week. I know. And so I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to fucking go. Cause you can't get, you can't get to Bola any other way besides like via a small plane from Rome. He was saying, although what? I'm like, there's, there's you, not a where, train. You fly in to Bari. No, no. Or, does Bari not have an no, airport? It does, but it's, it's not a direct flight from the States. Like you have to take it. Like you have to fly roll oh, the body. Yes. I would take yeah, a yeah. train. I would take it. So, so I'm gonna look into it. I'm gonna look into it. But I'm literally like, fuck it. I'll come meet y'all in Rome and just do Mola for the week. Like just to like Ugh. see what it's all about, right? Like to see so much of like the family history and like what my dad remembers, like, right, from like growing yeah. up and like going back to visit and his cousins and his family and stuff like that. Cause realistically speaking, like I could do like they're gonna go do like the Amalfi Coast. They're gonna do like uh, the Vatican. Like they're gonna do all the Tory things. Yeah. And I'm like, I could do that anytime. But when am I ever gonna see Mola? Like from with Spe- my dad. Specifically, Mola is like very specific because like yeah, I, we talk about body all the time, but like Mola is like that's like small. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So I'm like. I mean, I'll have school, but someone like recently said to me, they were like, you can be so responsible for so long, but she's like, you know, the person was like a, about to like turn 50 and she's like, but in my 50 years, she goes, I regret sometimes being so responsible and not yeah. going for those once in a once in a lifetime experiences, which sure. like sounds a little dramatic, but like, I mean, I don't know how many more years they're going to have the energy to just like hop on a flight and head to Europe, you know what I mean? So I'm like, yeah, fuck it. I, I think that's what we're, uh, we're going to do. Did I, I don't know if we talked about, or if I talked about this with you when I was actively doing it, I've kind of put it on the back burner right now, but I've been trying to get Italian citizenship. Yes. Um, did we discuss this or would you, you said I don't you were going to look into it. You said you were going to look okay. into it. Okay. How's it going? I, so there's the con, let me tell you something about the Italian consulate. They are open <laughs> at the weirdest hours and I asked my dad why are they they're open from like noon to three like three days a week and I was like I was talking to my dad I was just like why are their hours so terrible he goes they're in another country they don't want to work here (laughs) and I'm like I don't blame them but also I'm like so there was this service uh I think I don't know if it I don't think it's it might be specific to Los Angeles but I'm sure there's like some in other states but it's like this, there's a group of lawyers and they, uh, you, they give you a free consultation. You basically give them your family history, how, you know, you're, they want to know a little bit about your family tree. And then yeah. they tell you what the best route, uh, to get Italian citizenship is through, uh, juris sanguis, which is Latin, yeah. which is, yeah. uh, blood right, which, um, you know, is a little bit, uh, Yahtzee sounding, uh, but you know. <laughs> Y- y'all know what I mean when I say that. Uh, it works. It you know just because Italy's past history, but 
yes. you know, it's that whole idea of like Italian blood is just a little, but at the same time, <laughs> if it's going to get me citizenship, we'll like take an, it. Like an easy ticket to citizenship. I will fully take advantage of that. Um, yeah. In the, in this situation at least. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so there it's called Jur, Jur Sanguis or whatever. I'm definitely butchering the Latin. Uh, and basically it's just that if you can trace like your bloodline back to Italy, like you can get, they'll give you citizenship in like not so many words. So basically, so believe it or not, I had, they told me that I'd have to do it through my mother's side, even though my dad was born there. Really? This is yes. Because when he came here, they forced him, God bless the States, forced him to naturalize, which yeah, meant that's that, what they do. Yeah. Right. Well, he had to give up his Italian citizenship for that. Yeah. And yeah. which by the way, having this conversation with my father was insane because he was <laughs> just like, I didn't give up Italian citizenship. I'm like, do you have an Italian passport? <laughs> it's like fucking who's on first. Yes, that's it. <laughs> Yes, that's literally oh my God. every conversation with my dad, but yes. So, they basically, and they were like, okay, he naturalized unless when you were born, he was still an Italian citizen. Was that the case? And I was like, no, obviously not. But, yeah. uh, so then on my mom's side, my mom was born here, but my grandparents, her parents were born in Italy. Yeah. So they were like, when you were born, was your grandfather an American citizen? And I was like, no, he wasn't. He didn't get citizenship until later. So he was still an Italian citizen when I was born. Therefore, I can claim. Mm. Is that not insane, though? That like, is fucking this... stupid. But like, from what I've heard about like Italian government nonsense, I'm like, this feels on brand. Yeah, like... I got to say that does not surprise me. But I don't I've, I've been wanting to look into it because so many people have said to me like, oh, your dad was born there. Your dad was born there. Like, you should totally look into it. But I'm like, I don't. I have like a long list of like life things I need to do. Yeah. My my Italian citizenship, like, yes, I'd like to do it, but like, you're lucky I just renewed my passport this year. You know, like my American citizenship passport. Well, it's like a pain. Yeah. Like the whole process is a pain. Yeah. Like you, you need to fill out like 50 different forms and then like pay and then go see the consulate, which is another whole thing. And like, this this law office will basically they're like if you purchase our premiere package we'll do the whole process for you and all you gotta do is sign some papers i'm like great how much is that it's like two grand what <laughs> I, I it's my fucking blood I, it doesn't th- but they're handling all like the legwork that you don't want to do which rightfully so because my god it's a lot so like you know if i like save a couple bucks maybe i'll, I'll consider just being like can you just do this uh, but that's, that's a lot of money. Insane. That's two thousand yeah. dollars just to have a passport from a. So that is honestly that's still but, to this day how the United States works. Like anybody who wants to come over here and, and have our citizenship, like you have to give right. up your old citizenship. It's Although that doesn't shitty. work in a lot. Of, yeah, it doesn't work that way in a lot of other countries. But right. America. Well, here's the thing about the Italian mm-hmm. passport, though. Like as like whatever's going on in Italy right now, because that crazy woman came to power. Yeah. Um, you know what it'll what that passport is is essentially it's a european passport so you could yeah. live and work in any country in the eu sure, so it yeah. doesn't and you could bounce around in if i pretty went freely to italy, yeah. yeah yeah i mean like you could do it with an american passport but like with an italian passport it's like you know it's a little bit like easier because it's like oh it's the eu anyway so it's on my to-do list i put it on the back burner because i'm like who has time for all of this paperwork <laughs> So here's what's going to happen. I'm going to watch season two of Sex in the City and tell you all about it. And you're going to get your Italian citizenship and tell me how to do it all about it. And we'll call it even. All right. That that's that seems even. That is that is as even as it as it gets right there. But yeah, I I feel like I'll get to it eventually. Like just like my sister, like I love her so much. But like especially ever since I started school, she'll send me shit on like Instagram where she'll text me things like all these articles and be like, did you, she'll send me like seven videos. Be like, did you watch them all? Did you watch that video I sent you? Can you believe this is happening? Can you believe this is happening? I just read this today. I'm like, Regina, I, I don't, don't, not only do I don't have the capacity to care. Like 
do you understand like do you understand that i have seven chapters to read for class next week like mm-hmm. you think i'm just gonna sit here and scroll on instagram about the theory about how our water has been poisoned which is probably true like i'm not gonna lie a lot of the shit she said yeah. to me does wind our- up being true to some extent like like what like our uh, tap water is like in the city and stuff like that or like big spillage and all this shit she's she's rarely it's- wrong that's what i will say right I feel like the water's been poisoned for a minute, to be fair. Yes. Yes. Like, she, so, she, the, like, perfect example, the spill that occurred in Ohio, or that, like, issue that occurred in Ohio that was, like, poisoning all the water through, like, the Midwest, there was, like, she found this article that was, like, Pennsylvania, like, to, to start feeling the impact really recently, and then, like, a week later, my parents were at the house in, in PA showering, and my dad's, like, the fucking water stinks and she's like i fucking told you like two weeks ago she's like i fucking told you right so she's never i will always give her credit she's almost never wrong i just can't fucking care because you know what that water article you just sent me while it matters it's not gonna help me pass my class and my finals in six weeks you know what i mean like it's not i can only care about so many things uh right yeah no that makes sense that's why brain candy is the only thing I seek out. That and like, uh, I got a dog in the pandemic. So, so a year ago, we love her. Her name is Brownie. Um, if I'm not sitting on the couch, just like laying there with her, staring into her eyes and telling her how much I love her, or brain candy, I'm not doing it. I'm sleeping. That's about yeah, it. So yeah. Only brings me joy, and that's about it. That's the only thing yeah. I can do. That's the way yeah. you got to do it. A lot has happened in the the last two years, huh? I guess so. I don't want to do a two year <laughs> recap. Like I don't need a like we're not going to give you a current events recap no. because no, just, just like we're reflecting. just we're just giving you the highlights as they relate to us and things we enjoy. Oh, oh yeah, I, I'm not sitting here fucking giving the New York Times rundown of the world in the last two years. Absolutely not. Oh, well, I think the other big thing. Have you been home? You've been home in the last two years, yeah. Uh, to New York. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, a couple times. We were there for Christmas. I'm going back in September because my sister's getting married. I just bought yes. my plane tickets today. Yay! Uh, yeah. So I'll be there for about a week, a little over a week after the wedding. Like, I'm oh, going to awesome. be home. Uh, I think we're flying in like two days before the wedding. So my body adjusts and then, yeah. And then I'm going to be in New York. For, we're going to stay in the city. <laughs> so <laughs> My body adjusts. My yeah, God. I'm like really bad with jet lag because I always take a red eye and I never yeah. sleep on the plane. So then I feel um, like I did drugs the entire second day that I am awake and <laughs> I just fair. really need, but like, I'm so jealous of Janelle because she just falls asleep on the plane, like no problem. And I'm just awake with my anxieties and, you know, my- Your TV my, shows. My TV shows. Yeah. One time <laughs> I made the mistake once of having a cold brew before I got on a flight home from Portland. And oh my God. When, I lived, when I lived in New York, I didn't have it right before the flight. I had it like five hours before the flight. And still my Dramamine would not kick in because of the cold <laughs> brew. Is that not insane? No, like, that sounds correct. Because cold brew, I so I personally hate cold brew. That sounds yeah. intentional on cold brew's uh, part. They were like, so, we're going to yeah. fucking wait for her to get on the fucking plane. And she's gonna think she's gonna fall asleep with her Dramamine, and then we're gonna tell her to fuck off, and we're gonna keep her up the whole fucking time. And I watched How I Met Your Mother the whole time, which really made me resent the show a little bit because I'm like, now I can't <laughs> fall asleep, and this fucking show is on. The I amount of sexist literally... comments. Oh my god, I just uh, yeah, I love that show though. I love it so much. I I, it's so, it's so, it's so fucking good. Honestly, just because I'm obsessed with Marshall, I love. Uh, What's his name? Jason Siegel? Jason Siegel? Yeah. I that's him. him. I liked it. I liked his wife. <laughs> Lily, I the two of them were just probably my my absolute favorites. But no, that's that's fair. I can't imagine the amount of energy that goes into that fucking flight. I try not to fly to the West Coast because of that very reason. Like that. I also just try not to fly in general anymore because after four hours I can't sit. Oh my god, my back hurts so bad. And yeah. I feel like such a baby because like my so I got uh one of the uh, JetBlue is what I usually fly because yeah. they have a hub in New York, so it just makes sense when I go cross country to always yeah. take JetBlue. 
So I got you a Jeff Blue credit card. Yep. Uh, because I was like, you know what? I'm doing this a lot. And I was like, and I want points. So yeah. my plan is to, if I do go to Europe next year, I'm like, I've been stockpiling points for like since 2017, basically. Hell yeah. And, and I'm like, I'm going to fucking, because now it's what sucks about living on the West Coast is that my flight to like Italy is like 14 hours instead of just six because I have to fly to the East Coast and then fly to Italy. Yeah. yeah. So that sucks. So I remember when uh, Janelle and I flew home for Christmas, I remember getting off the, the plane and being like, I can't imagine getting on another six hour flight right now. My back hurts. Like, yep. you know, so my plan is like, we're going to save, we're, we're saving money, obviously. Yeah. We're also going to use all of those points I've been stockpiling so I can lie down on one of those lay flat seats. I don't even care Fuck if I yeah. stay. I could stay in a little hut on the ocean when I get to Mola and I will be totally happy. I don't care. I'll pay like $20. I don't need like nope. the Ritz, but nope. I will blow all of my points and savings yes. on that flight if it means yes. I get to lay down. And I know Fuck some people yeah. think that's insane. No. But but I, I, am, I have people- so many backgrounds. <laughs> The only fucking people who think that's insane are 21-year-olds. Wait till you fucking hit 30. Then they'll say, wow, Cola, that's the best fucking idea I ever heard. You're a fucking genius, just like me, a 32-year-old woman. I think that's genius. I just, like, don't want to be uncomfortable. Like, that gives me the most anxiety on planes. It's just, like, the fact that, like, uh, my back has been hurting for, like, the past three hours. I literally cannot do anything to fix this situation. Uh, Well, where are you going to go? Like, right, you know what I, I mean? can't like, go anywhere. How much stretching can you do? You're you fucking gonna walk ten feet to stretch? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, exactly. It's, no, it's I I totally I totally agree, and I think that is a genius idea because I like uh we actually so last August I did a road trip with Nicole, uh also one of our number one fans. She hates flying now, and yeah. so she was like we're gonna just i said to her i was like okay i can't road trip with you the whole way to portland or no seattle that's where our friends got married and i was like i can't do that because i just fucking can't like that that's a lot of dedication to go all the way (laughs) because i can't (laughs) yeah because i fucking can't and then so i was like okay she's like let's meet in chicago and i was like okay great we met in chicago and we drove and i gotta be honest like i'm so because then i flew home from seattle and i was like holy shit I was a red eye like this flight fucking sucks how does Cola do this like this is miserable then I just didn't like anybody from Seattle so I was already kind of in like a not great headspace (laughs) getting into that uh getting into that uh that flight sorry you had a bad experience in Seattle (laughs) it was just fucking I gotta I gotta be honest with you more and more the older I get and we know this, right? Because we have a whole fucking podcast dedicated to this. We were, granted, we were on a two-year hiatus, but our love for New York and Brooklyn never fucking wavered. Like, I appreciate Brooklyn, and people give a lot of shit to it, and New York in general. But literally, yeah. fuck, fuck you, because you are so fucking wrong about the opinions you hold when you shit on New York. Because so we we went to Seattle. I don't do well in cities that. Mm-hmm. There's not that many people. Like, it's a city, so there's there's a lot of people in general, not compared to New York. They don't fucking move. So all of a sudden, Ugh. it kind of it kind of feels like lemmings. Like, remember the game lemmings? Like, where yes, they just start piling on. And so you feel like <laughs> there are a lot of people around you, but it's because no one's fucking moving. And so I'm like, you know what? People want to shit on New York, but I'm around three times the amount of people, and I never feel this claustrophobic. And, and so this is actually perfectly timed. That's why I was like, you know what? One of the things, you know, you and I talked about when we were coming back from the podcast, I was like, I just missed that one time a week. This almost feels like therapy to me. Like that maybe therapy isn't the right word considering I did just have therapy this morning, but like, this feels like (laughs) such a great reflective space that feels therapeutic. And I was like, wow, I really, really missed that. And I'm so glad we're doing it again. But it was a Tuesday morning someone apparently like all throughout Connecticut so I guess this is also a little PSA they're trying to steal 
Hyundai's and certain Kia's because apparently they're like super easy oh, to yeah. hotwire. What are they? What are they called? The the Kia boys or something? Y- something like that. It's yeah. well, so everybody's like blaming TikTok and all the shit, and I'm like, okay, how about we? Yeah, because it, it was like a TikTok trend, which is really yeah. funny. I mean, it's not funny because people are getting robbed, but I mean, like, right. it's like funny that like TikTok trends have become just crime. Correct. Correct. Um. So they broke into my Hyundai or attempting <gasps> stealing it, but they didn't. Yo actually my car is not one of if the fucking people who by chance are listening to this my car is not the fucking type of car that you could steal motherfucker whatever so it's a, it's the push to start and it's the key ones uh, but so i wake up to a police officer at 5 a.m knocking on my door being like they smashed your passenger side back window and they couldn't get in so they didn't steal your car but that's likely what they were attempting to do and i'm like i looked at him in the face and i went sir I grew up in Brooklyn, New York my whole life. I never had this shit happen to me. Did they occasionally steal our hubcaps? Sure. But that shit's easy to fucking replace. Compared to a fucking window, like, also, to just what break the, the window. What, wait, wait, what year, what was the last time, you're, uh, what year was it that a hubcap got stolen? Oh, it was the 90s. I guess that, the 90s. yeah, I was gonna say. It was the 90s, but that's the only thing on record I have of, from right, right, New right. York. Like, because here's the thing, I feel like just a general consensus, like, will you get robbed in New York? 100%. Especially if you look like a target to be robbed, you're going to learn your lesson really soon. I've but never like, been robbed. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I'm saying, could you get robbed? Like, that's like, Probably. I feel like any crime in New York, but like when it comes to cars, I feel like there's just certain lines like New Yorkers would not cross. Like, that's not one of them. Like, that's why when right. we keep a car or slash your tires, we fucking meant business. Because we wouldn't I have mean, done that on a whim i feel like people will break into your car in new york though especially if they it's more though not like i mean i don't know how what the the the, this crime trend looks like in the city right now but it's also harder to make a getaway in the city because like there's so much traffic (laughs) like (laughs) i was talking about this with a friend of mine because since she moved to la her car got broken into like twice and she grew up near chicago like, oh wow so like and she lived in new york for like i think like 10 years or something so and she was like i never had this problem in any yes, other city i never fucking had this problem i literally looked at him i was like he was like really brooklyn i went yeah really brooklyn i was like as opposed to this shit i'm like are you fucking kidding me i literally was like so anybody who wants to shit on new york i'm like literally fuck you you're so wrong about your goddamn fucking opinion Cause you know what? It's it's I, like the shit I've encountered. I'm like, this would have never happened in New York, or this would have yeah. never happened in Brooklyn. Like those type of things. I'm like, more and more. So yeah. Also, sorry to any Seattle listeners we may have. <laughs> I hate your city. Uh, I've never been to Seattle actually. I'd like to go. Uh, just to sit, you know. Just you to need to go to now. I need to know what your opinion is. Okay, great. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I I like um. I don't know. Janelle always tells me like it's hard. I I don't really. It's hard for my opinion on other cities to like not be valid, but like kind of because like I came from the biggest city, so I'm just yes. like I compare everything to that. Yeah, and it's obviously not comparable. Uh, yeah, I did really. I I really liked Chicago a lot. I would go back to Chicago. I do. I do like Chicago. DC is probably my favorite city to like continually really? visit i love dc because yeah. i am just oh i like i, I was I, I couldn't remember but my one of my last jobs uh in the pan well before this is god oh my god this was before the pandemic they sent me to to well they sent me to leesburg virginia which i did not enjoy but <laughs> we were like they were like let's go, let's drive to dc one night that we were there we were there for like three days for work mm-hmm. and so one of my coworkers drove like an hour and a half to dc and I loved DC. Yes. DC to me kind of looks like Brooklyn a little bit. Am I wrong in this? No, there's definitely parts where you get like like Park Slopey or like yes. Promenade yeah, vibes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, yeah. there are definitely there are definitely parts like um they call it oh god, is it Columbus Circle? I think is like what it's called in DC. But that's like one of the places that I'm always like, oh, this feels like old Brooklyn type yeah. vibes for for sure. Um but I think it's just to me, it's it's a city that I could literally just like live in. Then I don't it see seems that like, really nice. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. 
I we like we just went to Austin not that long ago and I'm like wow I really love Austin to visit like you know what I mean I'm just like I think I think because of where we're from like we can look at these cities and maybe we do have a little bit of a harsher view but I think that if we're saying like this is a good city or this is a great city like that probably means even more you know what I mean because (laughs) like like we're saying that the New Yorkers oh man the internet's gonna hate the internet's gonna hate that take but I agree with it so yes look she we came back two years later we didn't we didn't fucking come back any nicer I will say that nope still just as stuck up about my city as ever so I'm still an asshole always have been always will be (laughs) proud of it wow we really need to get merch like that still an asshole always have been oh yeah my um my aunt speaking of old brooklyn my aunt just bought a apartment down um yeah in red hook they sold their home and they yeah it's so beautiful my cousin actually lives in the same building that's that's how you afford an apartment in red hook now is you sell your house yes (laughs) in brooklyn yes in brooklyn also uh but they're they're gonna um yeah they're gonna they're going to just do so well there. I'm so, so excited for them. It's, it's absolutely beautiful. We spent, we spent, they were still moving in around Christmas Eve and uh, like you see like the Statue of Liberty, it's gorgeous. And it's not that far from where, when my grandparents and my dad and her came to America where they grew up on in third place. Uh, Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. They all, do you know, uh, do you know there's a section of court street named citizens of Mola di Bari way? Yes. So we literally walked to get bagels because duh. Um, and I saw it when we went towards, we went over towards Court Street and I saw it and I was like, oh my God, that's, that's, li- that's literally outside the, the apartment building where my dad grew up in when he first came here. Really? So the lady, so yeah. we, we took a picture, um, we took a picture of it to send to my dad, obviously, because my cousin came with me and we just, I you know I wanted to show Jimmy like, yeah, this is where my dad lived when they came to America. And this woman, she was like 90 something years old, right next door. She was like, "Oh, I'm moly," or like, "I'm moly's." I'm like, "Oh, wow!" Like, yeah. So I was telling her, I was like, "Yeah, my dad. You know, when they came to America, that's where they're from." She's like, "She's like, yeah, I'm moly's." And then she started pointing at all the other apartment buildings. She goes, "She goes, twelve B over there. He's moly's. Like, literally, just pointing so they at are all still here." Yeah, no, no, they totally. I mean, they're well. It's either really, old. really old or or like you know, gentrified blood in those streets. Like, right. there's no, right. there's no middle ground uh at all so but it was really really beautiful like I was like wow talk about it kind of I don't want to say full circle but like it almost feels full circle that that's where she was first when she came to Brooklyn and she came to America like that's where they were and now she is it's good probably to be her place where she you know retires and lives forever now so it feels very full circle and it's fucking beautiful so I'm thrilled for them I have a crazy, crazy pipe dream that I guess I don't even want to say it's not. I mean, maybe it's not doable. Maybe. I mean, y'all don't know my finances, so I won't. <laughs> but still, uh, I, I'm, I always put it out there anyway, because when I was in high school, I used to say all the time that I was going to live in California and now yeah. I live in California. So I'm like, yeah. my dream is to. I would never I've said this before, but I don't think I would buy a home in california i would i would want if i was gonna buy property i'd buy it in new york obviously we all know new york property is very unaffordable yeah but um i i my pipe dream is that i want to actually be bi-coastal because i do like living in los angeles but i hate now that whenever i come home i have to rent an airbnb for like too much money yeah so i'm like my dream is to buy like a little apartment in the city, like something small that, you know, my girlfriend and I can like, just go back to like, when yeah, we just like a crash pad. Yes. And like, and still rent in LA, but like own the property in New York and then maybe like yeah. rent it out to like family or like rent it as like an Airbnb when I'm not there yeah. or whatever the yeah. situation is. So that's my pipe dream is to be ultimately bi-coastal. <laughs> We manifest this shit. It'll happen. We manifest. We're manifesting. We we absolutely do. So you can 100% make it happen. I don't know what my pipe dream is property-wise right now in my, my whole life. I feel like it is hard, though. I will say this. Like, even with just when I go back to 
New York now, like not so last January, my grandmother passed. And so I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, it's okay. She was, I have to tell you all, she was the, honestly, till the last fucking minute, she was the boss ass bitch that I've always known her to be like till the last fucking minute of her life. Like she, she, it was when we all kind of had COVID and, um, only because this is a really funny story and just to like for the listeners to paint the picture of who my grandmother was and she's so fucking boss uh she was like ready to go like she was 98 mm. years old she had yeah been, she, honestly she'd tell you she was ready when she was 85 like, she literally would tell us all the time don't grow past 85 that's fucking terrible so she was ready to go and she had gotten covid but not really it was just basically like her body was starting to shut down yeah and uh she <laughs> Had went to sleep and woke up. My cousin Lou was right next to her, and she goes, "I'm still here." And my cousin, my cousin's like, "Yes, yeah, like yes." And she goes, "What the hell?" She's like, "I thought they would have came for me by now." And she's like, "That's not how it worked." Like she's like, "Just tell them you're ready." She's like, "I have been." Like she was so annoyed. Like when she woke up, she was like, yeah. "I'm still here." The fuck? Oh. Like. Just so that's the vibe I want on my deathbed. (laughs) Yes, like what the fuck? Like, so she was totally like till the last fucking breath, like still her boss ass self. Um, (laughs) but so they sold the house and not having that like home base anymore. So, so, so hard. Like it's insane. Yeah, and it really it honestly makes me fucking sad because I'm like, like we were home not that long ago because our best friend Kristen had a baby. Yeah. And I know. Isn't formal, formal on air. Congrats, even though we've yes, yeah. Well, so we want to my... give. A... Sorry, go ahead. No, I said I just want to give a formal on air shout out. He was poor thing was sick when I was in New York last time. I still haven't oh, gotten. Yeah, yeah. but yes, please, please continue he's, to gush. He's perfect. He's literally perfect. I'm obsessed with him. So he's also my godson, though. So I'm incredibly biased. Uh, but when we were, we had did the baptism, like around the neighborhood we grew up in and I was like sitting there in the car and I'm like, this is sad. Like just really, really sad. Like I'm looking at Carney, our high school closed down. I'm like looking at this neighborhood that's like unrecognizable to me. So like your pipe dream of being bi-coastal, like, I don't know what my similar pipe dream would be. Cause it wouldn't be to go back there, but even when I'm in, um, like the promenade or like park slope or like red hook the places that i even loved growing up you know during the daylight because it wasn't what it was today but (laughs) it it makes me sad to like see the gentrification so i'm also just like what the fuck i don't know where i want to like live. yeah well that's i mean that's the whole reason that we we can't afford it though like yeah like even you remember when i moved out of my parents house like i couldn't even afford to like stay in brooklyn not yeah and i at the time, Astoria was very affordable by yeah. comparison. Now, I actually don't think that's the case. I think it's probably no, it's just not. about the same. So, um, and I love Queens too. I'm so glad I lived in Queens because I absolutely I love loved Queens. Queens. Um, I think I think that's arguably the best borough for human development. Queens, really? I just because I think you get so much. It's so funny because it's like Queens is right next to Brooklyn. But the whole yeah. vibes of Queens are like so different. But and see, I, think, I don't know if it's like that anymore. I think Queens um, now is probably just as gentrified as Brooklyn. No, that, I know what it is. Yeah, it it is. But I think of like just like the different culture. Like there's so many more. Like right, it's like the most yeah. diverse borough. It, it actually also, is the most. Yeah, like yes. on like record, right? Like that's yes. like a, a thing. Yeah. Yes, like the most, it's the most like representative of like ethnicities and cultures out of all the five boroughs. Um, even food selection, like there's the most different types of like ethnic foods that you can find is in Queens. It's got the best baseball team. That too, for sure. <laughs> um, we're also a little, little biased there, but um, whatever, it's our fucking podcast. We can be. So I think it's the one for human development because I feel like like even just trying to navigate Queens, like transportation wise will mm-hmm. fucking give you an extra spine. You know what I mean? Like it's not easy getting through the BQE, the fucking Bell Parkway, the band with like every fucking highway or road you name, the potholes are legit fucking craters, like BQE. in the earth. Wait, the BQE, the- like 
It's true. I was, you've, have you played, uh, maybe not recently, but have you played Mario Kart? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I just, like, my Janelle and I were playing the other day, and <laughs> there's, like, a track where you're just, like, going through traffic. I was like, this whole track is just the BQE. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, the Toad's Turnpike one? Oh, is that it? Yes, it's, like, it's Toad's Turnpike, yeah. I don't know because they, it's like, you know, I, it's on the, the Switch or whatever. So yep. it's like an updated version of all like the original tracks. Yeah. And like, yeah, you're basically just weaving and bobbing through traffic. I was like, we're on the beach. <laughs> <laughs> and especially with all the fucking bombs that like, you can randomly blow out one of your tires. Yeah, that's the fucking Oh my God. Yeah, I anyway. think I, that's my hot take there. Queens will give you the most personal human development if you just live there for, fuck it, a year. Uh, six months six months six months yeah yeah so i mean yeah we'll see what happens maybe i'll get lucky and property will go down for whatever weird reason and or maybe i'll just like get lucky and like make a lot of money out of outside of the realm of what i thought i would ever end up with and then i'll definitely be able to afford it you know manifesting that's the that's the word of the hour we're just manifesting manifesting well that's that's i think I think we should end on manifesting because yes. this was a great little catch-up episode. This was so fun. I'm so excited we're we're back and better. Than we ever. are definitely back, and uh, I hope the sound l- sounds good. If it does, <laughs> y'all will be hearing this episode, and if it doesn't, this will go into the vaults, and we will have <laughs> to do it again. Oh, but it's All fine because right. we yes. we got the magic. So we sure do. But okay, Uh, well, I'm Anna. I'm Cola. We are two broads from Brooklyn. Thank you so much for listening.